put those. Hey! <laughs> Man, we already started it. Then I pressed my little cute little button thingy that starts the video. Yeah, he kind of ruined it. Yeah. So you'll never see that beginning. It was yeah. legendary. That was our best beginning ever. Yeah, he did a backflip and shattered his wrist. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, here it is, still shattered. <laughs> no, it's not. We are all good. We are completely good. All is well. You're safe. The ends well. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I'm kind of sad. <laughs> it's okay. We're going to be happy because you're listening to this podcast. Yeah. You're listening to Breaking Boundaries. Yeah. Next time there'll be a saxophone in that. Literally a saxophone. Literally, I'll bring a saxophone. I, I have one. Oh, actually? I was about to sell it, though. So oh, well, don't can... sell it before next week. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Today, on Busting Boundaries, I'm holding a tennis ball. Yeah. And we're also talking about something that might scare you that you might want to close it right away. Oh. What are we talking about today? Something really scary that most people <laughs> our age have a, a lot of issues with. Oh, and I know I do too. Yes. Yeah. It's wait. Commit. <laughs> wait, wait. <No>. <laughs> it's commitment. Sorry. I, okay. I shouldn't have cut you off right before you said it. What I was trying to say is we need to talk about the thing that we said that we were going to do from last week. Oh, yeah, that's true. Sorry. <laughs> so I, I was like, wait. <laughs> I had you spoiled it. Um, yeah. To go, we're going to backtrack. Backtrack. <laughs> So you're not scared anymore. You're okay now. Yeah, we're you're in a safe place. Following up from last week about um, being, uh, the consistency thing. Yes. Which I guess it was only like, I think I po- we posted on like Saturday. So it hasn't been that many days. Today's Wednesday. Oh, that's true. But I can say something that I have done. Yeah. So something that, because I, I was talking about how last week I kind of dropped the ball on a couple of other things. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> For our audio listeners, he dropped the tennis ball to demonstrate <laughs> dropping the ball. And, thank you. And I have been being very consistent on my morning and nightly routine. Hey. So nice. that has helped me a lot. Um, and yeah, I have been consistent with that. And put in the comment section what you have been consistent at. What, have you mm-hmm. done anything or has it just not been enough? I time? have. Oh, I nice. have. Um, I've started... I started getting consistent again. Hey, put your shoes down. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I started getting consistent again in my morning yoga. Oh. Every morning I do five minutes of yoga. That's just three three uh, three poses that are just like they're super easy easy to do. Like even just on my bed. Um, this time, well, I mean, this morning I, I skipped one of the poses because my roommate was in there. It's kind of a weird one. When <laughs> there's somebody watching you. <laughs> so. It's called the Flying Dragon Piranha Dance. <laughs> just kidding. No, that would actually be cooler. No, it's the, for you yoga peeps out there, it's the, the laughing baby. And I didn't okay, want to, I, really, I, didn't want, I don't want my companion to You just start me. laughing at a really high-pitched <laughs> voice. But you don't sound like laughing baby. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't do that one either. That would be so. scary. That would be so scary. I do it sometimes, but, but I want to get into it. It's, it's good for your soul. But anyway... So that's been helping me a lot though, because that was something that used to that helped me a ton before. I had a good streak going of like doing yoga every morning, mm. like before, I don't know, like months ago, and like a good morning routine. So I'm trying to get back into that, and this yoga is helping me. Nice, love yoga. That's sick. Yeah, no, I feel like I remember when I was reading Atomic Habits. I bring that up a lot. Mm-hmm. They just talk about sometimes there's like those key habits. 
Yeah. Maybe it wasn't a Tom Habit or in a different habit, but I don't remember. But it was talking about how there's like those key habits that if you do those, the rest of your day is a lot more productive and you tend to do a lot more, yeah. a lot better. Like there's some habits that are good, but there's some that are like key that if you do that, you're going to do everything else that you want to do in the day, basically. Yeah, that's so true. And so maybe yoga's for you, maybe working out is for me or whatever the heck else. Like just my yeah. morning routine helps me a lot to get in the day. Whatever that is for you, maybe it's literally getting up and brushing your teeth, whatever it is. That's true. Sometimes that's 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 a big battle. It's true. Sometimes you're like, <gasps> I want my breath to smell. Yeah, I want it to smell and taste like raviolis that have been left in the cupboard for three years, you know? Oh, that happens. Uh, <clears throat> anyway, back to the scary stuff. Oh, yeah. Today, bum, bum, bum. we're talking about commitment. Why it's good and why most of us are afraid of it. Yeah. Um... I feel like, well, I mean, I think we could all say why it's good, especially after our last episode, talking about consistency. You have to be committed to whatever thing that is to do it every single day or or every week or whatever your uh, your consistent time thing is. Yes. Um, so what the commitment to it helps us to actually see improvement. Because a lot of times we, at least I, um, have a great idea of something I would like, I would love to do, and I get started in it. And then I like, usually it's a, t it's a time commitment thing. That's the hardest for me. Mm. And I can't keep up with that time commitment. So then I drop that thing. And then it's as if I had never even done it because I still have like the same skill level at that thing. Yes. Okay. I agree. I agree. I liked how you brought up our last episode. I didn't think about that. That's so true with, you have to be committed to it if you're going to do it every day. Oh yeah. It doesn't matter if it's a small commitment, like it's still a commitment. Okay, all of us know that commitment is good. For us to see any amount of growth, we need to be committed to something and to choose to go forward. Then why, I think maybe a better question to even go with first or right after that is, why then are so much, so many of us afraid of committing? Mm. And I think it can be summed up in one phrase, at least in my, in my perspective, and that is FOMO. Oh, yes. You know? And for all you that don't know what FOMO means, I didn't know for a while, it means fear of missing out. That's a big one. Do you have any experiences or any thoughts about that? Yes. <laughs> all of them. <laughs> FOMO. I had FOMO so bad that I could not go to sleep unless everybody else in the house was asleep. Dang. Like, literally, if, if anybody... It didn't matter what they were doing. Like, so that's, that's where it doesn't really make sense. Because... Like, it wasn't even something that I was wanting to do or, like, they're, they're just the fact that they're awake and the fear of possibly missing something that could maybe happen before they go to bed, I didn't want to miss that. Mm. <laughs> and I, I don't know if that's every all of it, but, yeah, yeah. I had, like, large, large FOMO. And then I, I couldn't say no to friends. Mm -hmm. I was, like, always doing stuff. And so I wouldn't give myself time for, like, homework or really anything. Like, if my friends were doing something and they invited me, it was always... Yes, unless I had like a family thing. I had priorities, but just not many. Yeah, <laughs> and like I was, I wasn't one of the priorities. Yeah, yeah. My FOMO was too much of a priority. Yes. What about you? Yes, I feel like I, I feel like I have dealt with that a lot in my life as well. For some of you that don't know this, I remember I felt really like I was missing out on a lot because I did online high school for most of high school. Mm. And I felt like I was like missing out on a lot of things. And I just felt like really 
felt really scared that in the future that I wouldn't be able to connect with people because I didn't have that that entire high school experience that they had, you know, like the quote unquote, like normal experience. And looking back, it was really good for me that I did the online high school, but I just had that fear that I would be missing out so much that I wouldn't be able to connect with people in the future. And now being past high school, like I realized that I was just a totally unfounded concern that I had. And I feel like that's similar with other things that everybody deals with that they feel like they'll either be ostracized because they're not experiencing something or that they're just going to miss out on something that everybody else is going to like be able to be like, Oh, that was awesome. And you weren't there for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. But I think this brings us to another good point that when we look back, that we'll be able to see that whatever we chose, like that it was worth it, but it's because we chose to stick with it and like chose to commit because I remember hearing a quote somewhere that it's like, if you, I forgot exactly what it said, but the sum of it was like, if you are scared to commit to like something, like you're scared that you're going to like miss out on something that you're going to miss out on the best things in life. Like, and I was like, dang, that's true. Cause like, if you don't choose yeah. to commit to something, that's you're going to kind of be everywhere, but you're not going to be anywhere. Like that's important. You know what I mean? Does that make sense to you? That totally makes sense. That's so, yeah. like, yeah, that's, Sorry, I was thinking about the ostracized thing. <laughs> think about, no, not again. Think about t-shirt designs. <laughs> an ostrich. In the present moment, baby. Turning people into ostriches. But no, I was listening. <laughs> I, was, I was multitasking. That's fine. Um, but yeah, cause I was also thinking about an awesome talk. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm holding the button. I'm going okay. to put the button aside. Oh, so I don't stop the video. Uh, I'm just telling you. Okay. <laughs> um... There's a there's an awesome talk. This is one of my favorite talks ever, um, and ironically, I forget what it's called, um, but it's all about commitment. It's by Terence Vixen or Vincent, something like that. Like Venison. the reindeer? That's cute. <laughs> no. Oh wait, maybe. I don't know actually, but uh, he's got he, he's he's from Australia, so he's got a really cool accent, and that's how. You can tell it's him. Oh. But it's from a it's from a general conference uh, in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints, and he he was a rugby player, and he talks about he calls it the parable of the fat lip and the broken jaw, and oh yeah, that was a terrible yeah. Australian accent. I don't even know why. <laughs> it's better when I always hear his voice saying it, and I was trying to match it to do it justice, but didn't. But anyway, the story is like so. He talks about these two games that he had. One of them, one rugby game. Um, there's like their their team was like super good. They're supposed to like to, like like rank. They're ranking nationally or something. They're a super great team, and they're about to play this really like not good team. And so they were all thinking like, yeah, this is gonna be easy. Like we're just gonna take a chill. And also they had a big dance right after the game. And so they didn't want to like, you know, he didn't want to hurt himself right before the, the, the dance or like get too tired because, you know, they wanted to party. And anyway, this game, they weren't as committed in their, their, in their tackles. And anyway, they end up losing. And Oof. in throughout like the whole game, like amidst all of the things that happened in the game, um, he got like hit in the mouth and like had a fat lip. And so not only did they lose this game that they should have easily won, but he had this fat lip at the dance <laughs> he said it was, it was humiliating um and then he talks about this other game where um they're doing good it was it was a tough game and he was working hard and he made a contact um 
that just like like sent him to the ground like hit like he he felt a ton of pain in his jaw um but he was you know he learned like not to let the enemy see that you're in pain so he just kept playing and anyway they win the game and later that night he tries to eat dinner he realizes he can't he can't chew and it turns out he had broken his jaw um and it, i think he said I, I think he said it was like six weeks of having his it was, okay it was either six weeks or six months i know that's a big time difference but either way even just six <laughs> weeks where his his jaw needed to be wired shut and he could only consume liquids like through his teeth oh. you know um but he said because of like the commitment factor he didn't regret the broken jaw but the injury that he did regret was the fat lip which sounds pretty weird at first, but like we like there's there's some power that comes in being committed. Like we we feel better about our work. I mean, and I've 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 experienced that too with like skiing. Like there's been times like there's been like some really like puny injuries I've gotten that you know I wasn't doing anything cool. Like one time, uh, I was running away from my sister who was chasing me with a crazen. And I kicked, I kicked the door frame on accident. I broke my pinky toe and it was just dumb. <laughs> but then, <laughs> and then one time I, I was skiing, I was trying some new things and I got concussed but like that one and all like the other skiing like things that if I was like just sending it, like actually having fun and just trying something new, I didn't regret the injury. Like I like got concussed. Like one time I like, like bruised the bone of my knee and like, which I don't know. I don't get that still. Wait, what? I didn't know that bones could bruise. That makes no sense. But it happened. Um, <laughs> but anyway, it's weird. But when you're commitment, you have more. What's the term? Power. Power and satisfaction. Satisfaction, fulfillment. Um, and so he calls that. He calls it, so that this this in the talk he calls it. Uh, there's a, there's a term that they use in Australia. It's called fair dinkum. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not gonna spell it for you. You'll have to look it up. Fair dinkum is what he says. We have to be fair dinkum in the things that we do. And he talks about being fair dinkum in the gospel, which is a really cool concept. Ooh. But but when I think commitment, I think being fair dinkum. I like that. I I freaking when you were talking about that, I really liked thinking about that because for me, like committing to something is hard because I want to choose the right thing, so I don't do something that I just like regret yeah. my whole life. You know. But, like, I love just, like, going into something with your whole heart and, like, all your strength. And you're, like, I'm committed to this. I'm burning the ships behind me. And I'm just going to go go forward. Like, there's, there's no other choice right now. And just go with that attitude. And then if something happens to where you realize, hey, I don't want to do this, you can switch. You can pivot and go somewhere else. But if you kind of go half-heartedly into something, you'll never truly know what that experience is like because you never were truly in it. Yeah. So I like that. I feel like that kind of ties in with the gospel as well. Like Jesus Christ, he asks us to not just give him our, like, like one day a week on Sunday. He doesn't just ask for us to do a kind thing for someone one time. He asks us to give him his whole, our whole heart and our whole mind and our whole strength. Because only then is when we can truly experience his refining and empowering power that he has given us through his atonement and i think that that's just so powerful that in the gospel that we need to give everything we need to be fair dinkum like how andrew was saying in the gospel 
and just give our everything to him. Not because he wants it, because he wants to be some tyrannical ruler over us, but because it's better for us and it helps us have more satisfaction and power and joy in our own lives and in the life after this. Yeah. I think that's something we miss a lot. Like when, just like with the commandments, like, like we think it's something restricting that like they're just being put over us, but really they will bless us. Commitment blesses us. And I think, I think what's cool about commitment, Alyssa and I learned from like from, um, Salter and Paul Mm -hmm. in the new Testament. Um, I believe that Paul would not have been such a committed, powerful apostle that we know him as in the new Testament. If he had not been such a terrible like cruel, committed to evil guy before, like God saw his commitment level and like his, the power that he had in his commitment, like whatever he would do, he would be passionate about. And, um, with his humility, God was able to turn that into something good. Like God knew that as soon as he could like turn that over to, to be, to be a force for good instead of a force for evil, that same commitment level would stay. And so I, I, I it kind of helps me to have a different perspective when I see other people and their commitment and like maybe the wrong things, maybe, maybe not so horrible as like the things that Saul was doing, Yeah. like, like seeking out the, the, the followers of Christ and like murdering them. <laughs> um, but like in other things, if, yeah. as long as, as long as we're being committed to something, cause we get so worried about whether or not it is the, thing for us yeah like which major to do or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah but as long as we're being committed to something we're showing god like like uh, i will be committed whatever it is that you need to do like use me yeah um and then he could use that for good he's gonna take that he's, he's gonna be able to guide us better as long as we're moving forward yeah no i i agree with that because if we're not going somewhere like there's that quote where it's like god can't steer a parked car i've heard a thousand yeah. times and like how there's that one other one that just came to my mind where I was like, I don't remember what it says, but it pretty much talks about how like God will spew the lukewarm water out of his mouth. Do you ever hear about that? No. Where it's like, there's like, it talks about like how like pretty much like he doesn't like it when we're lukewarm. Dang. And I don't remember where that is in the Bible, but I remember that's hearing cool. that. I was like, oh, that's, that's kind of cool. Like it's pretty much like he wants us to be all in, not for ourselves, not for him, but for ourselves. Yeah. Cause he loves us so much. He doesn't think about himself as he does us because we are his work in his glory yeah and so i don't know just think about that and i think this might be a good place to leave a commitment for you yeah something and tell me what you think about this but something that you've been putting off to commit to do whether mm-hmm. that's as simple as getting up at a certain time or maybe you're to say sorry to someone to commit to being more humble maybe it's mm-hmm. to commit to doing some sort of exercise or anything like that to choose one thing that you're going to commit and see if you can find more satisfaction than when you weren't committed to that thing. Is there anything you want to add? Yeah. I wanted to say with any strong commitment comes a sacrifice. And so in that, as you're thinking about what you want to commit to, you're going to have to think of what you're going to sacrifice for that. Mm. So if you want to commit to going to bed earlier, you're going to have to sacrifice some time with friends or family or whatever it is that you like to do at, at 11.30 in the, in the p.m. Um, in the p.m. If you want to commit to being more humble, you're going to have to sacrifice some pride. So just remember sure. that in it. Like, make the, the plans. Yeah. That's, I'm, I'm definitely, I'm going to enjoy that challenge. That's going to help me a lot. Yes, and we'll talk about what we did for this next week. Yeah. I commit 
Hunter Hatch commits. Andrew Pontius also commits. Yes. We are going to be fair dinkum in this commitment. We are fair dinkum, and we don't know how to spell it, so look it up. Actually, I think I, I think it's just fair, like F-A-I-R space D-I-N-K-E-M. I'm pretty sure. If he's wrong, we give you permission to unsubscribe. No, please. <laughs> <Just kidding>. Please <laughs> subscribe no. and tell your friends. Yeah, tell your friends. The more people here, the more people we can help and the more people can be blessed. Yeah. Busting them boundaries. We'd love to be able to stay more committed to this podcast. Yeah. So we wanted, we would love to see more people, like more people helped with this because we learn from this. It would make us really sad if we had to stop doing this. It's true. So. And we'll never stop. Yeah, because we're committed. Because we're fair dinkum, baby. Fair dinkum in this you podcast. Can too. This is Hunter Hatch signing out saying, you are a beast. Thou art the, the man. Beast. Oh. <laughs> that too. I was, I was trying to be inclusive. Oh. <laughs> you can all be beasts. Yeah. Ciao. <laughs> be good. Have a good week, people. <laughs>